Thank you again for joining us. It is Neighbors in Need. I'm Sandy Waters, and I am very excited to have on with us today Sherry Hall-Smith, cancer survivor and founder of... Now, Sherry, you're going to make me feel uncomfortable (laughs) saying this. Okay. Founder of Got Balls Jewelry. You did it. With a Z. (laughs) You did it. Oh, my God. Now it's easier. Yes, it is. It is. Got Balls with a Z jewelry line, and we're going to get more into that. Um, Thank you so much for taking the time to come in. Absolutely. Thank you. When were you first diagnosed with breast cancer? Well, I was first diagnosed in 1992. Okay. I was 36 years old and just getting engaged to be married. And I got that diagnosis, which was stunning. I um, could only imagine. Yeah. So at that time, um, no one was talking about breast cancer. I mean, it was a very private disease. The, the pink ribbon didn't even come out until 1993. Um, and it, it was a private, really, disease yeah. because of, I think, the not only private body part, but also just the sexuality and femininity and everything that goes along with it. So um, at that point, I did things a little bit differently. I actually had refused two out of the three treatments that I was um, offered through my doctors. And um, I decided that um, I kind of looked just longer down the road. You know, one of the things that I was going to have to take was um, um, tamoxifen, which would have put me into menopause. So, so five years being on that, I probably would never have had the chance to have children. So my intuition had told me to get the surgery and then really try to get very, very healthy and skip the chemo and the tamoxifen at that point. Oh, wow. And I would have been probably in my early to mid-40s by the time I was done with all that treatment and then trying to have children. So it was a good idea because I was blessed. I have two beautiful daughters, as you know. And so for me, that was just a really good decision. But I had taken the time during a stressful time to gather information and really try to make a good decision. And that kind of parlayed into the second time. So I was re-diagnosed in 2014, and that came back as a very serious diagnosis, you know, with no cure. And, you know, it was just, again, stunning. Um, Still after breast all those cancer? Years. Or? It, it was breast cancer that metastasized. Okay. So the difference being the first time it's it's in located in your breast, and then the second time it has traveled to a distant organ. Um, and so, it, you know, I had learned that there was no cure and, again, was given three different things that they had wanted me to do. And, again, I refused two out of the three. Um, and I kind of holed up, and I researched for 10 weeks. And it was very – the bounce back wasn't as quick as the first time around. I mean, it was a very stressful, very terrible time for my family. Um but again, gathering the information and kind of equipping myself with what I thought would be best for me based on my own individual diagnosis and needs. Yeah. And while I did not find a cure, because that's what I was looking for when I first started researching, while I didn't find a cure, I did find all these immune building treatments. And they were interesting. And I thought, well, all right, I'm going to hire an integrative MD and you know, kind of looked at my body and my health a little bit differently. So one thing that changed was my diet. The other one was supplements based on what my blood work was and diagnosis and mm-hmm. other things. When the doctor is saying, okay, this is what's going on and you got to go through chemo, the bold decision to say, no, thank you. How much of a struggle was that? Well, people were like, what are you doing? You know, yeah. that, that was not like an easy decision or one, you know, I I very casually talk about it now, and it looked like it was yeah. a good idea now. <laughs> but, but back then, you know, yeah. my family members and everyone just said, no, you've got to take every chance you can. But I just looked at it differently. Something inside you said. And it was it intuition. 
it was intuition, and my intuition has always kind of been bring in more information. Okay. I think when we do equip ourselves, because during stressful times, we usually don't. No. So we're going to grab on to a doctor who's the professional or, you know, and they know what they're doing, and I get that. Yeah. But I think sometimes we get grouped into one category when, yeah. when you look at something individually. And, again, it might be I could be exactly in the same diagnosis and prognosis as someone else, but for my quality of life, I might choose something different. And that's kind of, you know, the way I look at things. Okay. Um, so that was a very, yeah, it was very stunning for my, for my family. Everybody really just was very difficult time to go through. Um, but I ended up going to an integrative MD, doing the diet, doing the supplements. Um, I found an energy healer that helped me to release negative emotions and increase positive energy and emotions. And it was kind of the whole leading me into knowing how much my emotions were connected to stress and how much stress mm-hmm. can really affect our day-to-day health and our life and our outlook. So, yeah. which is what they say. I mean, we already know it to be true that it is the power of your thoughts that can, yeah. Our minds are yeah. so powerful. And I think include the first time and the second time, I can be negative about something and I yeah. know how hard that is for me because it changes my day, it changes my life. People will say to me, but it's not that easy to just be positive. To me, it's harder to be negative because I feel so lousy. At least when you're positive and you start thinking about the haves instead of the have-nots and you start thinking about what I can do about this instead of what I can't do about this, instead of just letting someone give you their opinion and you just taking it, you know, and not taking like your own power into it and gathering information to make decisions. You know, I, I remember the first time I had such a bad night the first night, you know, that I found out that I had breast cancer. I didn't sleep all night. I laid there and literally thought about every step until my painful death. It was horrible. I mean, it was just such a stressful night. That that day when the sun came up and I never had slept in the night, I thought, I am never going to do that again. Because no matter what happens, I don't want to feel like that again. Oh, yep. So it's positive thinking. Um, And you said it was the energy healer that helped you... Well, I went to an energy healer, but then I found my way to, with all that internet searching, I went to Germany and I had cancer treatment in Germany for three weeks back in 2014. That was an interesting three weeks. It was not, it was tough. It was very tough. I went alone. I was away from my family. Um, There was a lot of very, there's language barriers. I mean, it was, it was a, I can imagine. It was, it was very worthwhile, though, and I'm glad that I did it. And I met some wonderful people from around the world that all found themselves to the same spot. While we were there, there was a book that was just coming out, and it was called, and it's called Radical Remission by Dr. Kelly Turner. Okay. And that book has been, not only do I read it pretty consistently and go back to it and, and just, it's, it's right next to my bed. I mean, it's just a book that has helped me enormously. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the thing that I recommend to everyone who is diagnosed with cancer. And actually, I've been I've been recommended to people just in any challenge, in any health challenge, because it is this, it is a book about the author. She she got her PhD by going around the world and interviewing stage four cancer patients who had healed themselves against all odds, and she kind of gathered all the factors of what they did, and she created like nine factors. Um, that they all kind of had in common. There were a lot more than that, but there were nine mm-hmm. factors that were just at the top of the list there. I always think if people can heal themselves from a very late-stage cancer, 
this is great for everybody. And it's yeah. not hard. It is diet and supplements, and the rest are all emotional, spiritual, mental, positive attitude, releasing negative, group support. I mean, stuff that we can all do. It doesn't cost anything. So it's a great book, Radical Remission. Okay. Make note of that, Radical Remission. What are some specific things in the diet that you changed? Did did I read mistletoe injections? Oh, yeah. That's not my diet. That's another. Okay. So when I was in Germany, I got whole body hyperthermia, which is heat. They put you in this machine and do a fever therapy uh, over there, which is what I went there for. But while I was there, they started me on injections of mistletoe. Mistletoe, European mistletoe is a little bit different than ours, but it's, it's a plant, so it's plant-based. It's okay. not pharmaceutical, and it's supposed to boost your immune system so that your body then fights and creates more of a healthy um, mm-hmm. environment. Johns Hopkins right now is doing a mistletoe trial. That's the first in the U.S., so it was all privately done. It just started. It's been going for about a year now, and I'm hoping that that keeps going. But I still get my mistletoe from Germany. I inject it myself twice a week. Wow. Um, and this is almost four years. Everyone's is so different and individual. Yeah. But what I like to do, because um, I had created a website um, that I shared my, my, my story and my resources and my links, just to put it out there, but I, it's not like this is what you do. But it just this gives is people your story. This is my story, and, yeah. but I think it does give a place for people to maybe start and mm-hmm. to um, get inspired to then dig deeper and you know look read into some of the things I did. You know, I listened. I listened to everyone. I still listen to everyone. So people had been reading about you know the resources and the things I was doing, and, and then sort of a secondary issue came in, and they said, "So I see what you." what you've done here, I mean, I see that you've gone outside the box. I see that you're doing, you know, these holistic things. But how are you doing that? Like, how are you not afraid? I didn't align well with fear. You know, I wanted to be more empowered. I wanted to feel less stress. And I kept saying, but I I can't get there. So for my friends, I started making these little bracelets that are made out of healing gemstones Mm -hmm. that are round. And they each have two little signature balls on them that signify bravado. And it was kind of a little inside private joke, really. I mean, they got them and they got such a kick out of them and thought, oh, this is so cool. You know, I love it. And I was getting great feedback. And then they started saying, can you make this for my friend? And as it grew, last September, I had a group of my friends in and I said, what does everybody think about this idea? Like, what do you think? And they started ordering bracelets, and so oh. it kind of, you know, got yes. ahead of itself. Yeah, and it's a business, and it is called Got Balls, which puts you right on the edge, right there. You're such a good girl for saying <laughs> <laughs> with a Z, with a Z, absolutely. But it does its job, right? It grabs your attention, and what is it? it it's all about empowering yourself to take charge. It is. Of your diagnosis or whatever challenge it might be. Exactly. So it is the perfect it name is. for it, and, really. And, and we've gone, it's not so much a cancer bracelet anymore. It definitely is a challenge bracelet because what I'm just trying to encourage everyone is when you're going through any challenge, which we all get, mm-hmm. is to empower yourself. Yes. To stop, to gather your information, and to make good decisions. And so this is a little bit of a physical stop sign that maybe you've got that on and you, you can hold on yeah. to it or you can yeah. look at it or... Whatever it you know it can do, and as you saw, it's got a little card that comes with each bracelet. Each bracelet that we have, there's about fourteen got balls. We also have man balls, four in the man balls line. <laughs> She's cringing. Um, <laughs> um, we also have these little hair ties that have two little balls in them that are called hair balls, um, and we're launching um, 
align for colleges that have and high schools that have spirit, two colors yeah. that are called spirit balls. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, you know it's exciting, but all the got balls are named for um, a person that's inspired me along my journey, and we take um, the healing meaning of the gemstones and we kind of merge it with the story of that person to create yeah. this little card that gives you your your little he- healing intention that comes with each bracelet. So it's it's very much meant to be um, you know a support system. It's a great gift to give and to wear, you know, as Absolutely. far as um, as far as and the, when you are facing the big challenge whatever it may be, you look at it and you just want to it puts a smile on your face, right? Well, thank you. And then you. you read the card, and it and it pushes you to it, it, keep moving forward. It does lighten the mood it, it many does. times. Yeah. We've had a lot of laughs over this, you know, for a while. And we also do, we raise money. Um, there's a percentage of profits that goes to Radical Remission Project is continuing to gather stories. And okay. they're doing clinical trials right now. So I, I raise money for that. There's also a bracelet for eating disorder. There's a bracelet for all things possible ministries. So... Even the spirit balls, we're going to allow like schools and organizations to raise money for whatever they want to raise their money for their team or their school or their charity or you know yeah. whatever it is. So, and the website to get um, more information about you and um, the bracelets and hair ties that would be gotballs with a z dot org o r g. Locally in Rochester, we have them available at People's Pottery on Monroe Avenue, and then this week they're going into Embody on University Avenue. Embody, okay. Yeah. Wonderful. And you also have a song. I do have to mention the song because, man, it is a fantastic song with Joe Brucato. It really did you write that song? Joe Brucato wrote that song actually for my husband when he went through cancer. And it was it was a different song at that point. Um, The name of it was Shine on Me. And it had more to do was very religious. It was very much asking God for his help. Mm -hmm. So when I went through my second round of cancer after Greg had his. Um, I, I, I don't know, I thought about the song and I went to Joe and I said, would you mind if we kind of rewrote this a little bit because I want to do something that is from this empowerment point of view. Yeah. Um, so the song changed into uh, Shine From Me and the second verse is the, is the verse that I uh, worked on, which again had to do with starting with a challenge, a very difficult challenge, yeah. and it builds into you know, learning and growing and and coming out of it a much better and stronger person. And um, thank you for saying that because that song, it means a lot to me. And uh, I haven't heard that in a while. I'm going to listen to that on the way home. Oh, my gosh, it is a great. When you're feeling down, just click on that song. Really, it is so beautiful. Got Balls, B-A-L-L. Z.org. Is the song on that website? It is. Okay, wonderful. Look for that song. Shine from me. Thank you so much for inspiring and empowering so many people. Well, thanks for sharing this because that's what we all need to do is to share this with everyone. Miracle. Shine.